Welcome to your Wealth Mastermind with host Patricia Rivera and Diana McRae. Building a wealthy mindset in all areas of your life is crucial to your everyday success. Our topics focus on health, wealth, beauty, business, relationships, and inner spirituality. These all help to build the best and most powerful version of yourself. So let's get ready and go to the next level. So welcome to another episode of Your Wealth Mastermind. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Diana. So today on Your Wealth Mastermind, we are going to talk about what are the key components in presenting a successful pitch to investors. Bottom line, everyone, is when you make a pitch, you want your investors to invest in your business or your idea. So our expert today is C.R. Capers. C.R. Capers is the CEO of the Harlem Film House, which is a nonprofit organization that operates year-round with film festivals, workshops, theater productions, live events, and business consulting to filmmakers and content creators in undeserved communities. She is also the founder of the Hip Hop Festival and Boss Pitch. Hi, C.R. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we really want to get down to the real deal here. You are the creator of Boss Pitch. And so can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit more about what Boss Pitch is? Well, Boss Pitch is um, it's kind of like Shark Tank. It's a Shark Tank pitch style event, and that's where business owners, filmmakers, film entrepreneurs, and dreamers, they have the opportunity to pitch directly to decision makers of influential and successful corporations, media giants, investors, and influencers. The unique thing about it, though, is um, I used to do pitch competitions, and I would win. And the sad thing about it was, and you think that (laughs) winning would be great, right? No. But the sad thing about it was they give you this check, and then that's it. But what we really needed or what I really needed was the actual relationship. So I began to become very disillusioned with uh, those types of events. But I saw that it was something that the community was rallying around. I said, so I'm a social justice warrior. So I wanted to create something that was real and that people could really walk away with something that mattered while changing the narrative around what it means to be a woman, what it means to be black around finance. So I came with the boss pitch and that means all my bosses, all of my investors are black women. I want to change the narrative around how we are seen. We are always the first person that people come to when they need something, whether it be advice, support, money, arrive to the airport, bail money, this, that, and a third. But we never get the ROI. When it comes time for tech companies to decide who they want and so on and so forth, we never get selected and we never get asked to put it in on the pot so that we can also get a return and build our wealth. Mm. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to do it. So (laughs) I called up uh, some bosses that I know um, who are either hugely successful in their own right. Um, or they work for huge corporations with in decision-making positions. And I told them my idea. I literally pitched it to them. And they were like, yeah, we're down. 
So I have uh, Kalun Ustash, who runs the Essence Festival. We have Celeste Beatty, who is the founder and CEO of Harlem Brewing Company. Um, Drea Donna Roland, who is the deputy editor over at Complex Media, the only black one, mind you. Um, and a host of other powerful black women. The first time we did the boss pitch, we had four women. This time we have 10. And I keep the help growing this pool of amazing women that um, can be seen as investors. So um, that's the boss pitch in, the, in a nutshell. Well, that's bad. Oh, and, and anyone can win. It's not like, you know, one person wins. It's just like Shark Tank in that um, you get 10 minutes in private to pitch to all the bosses. And it's up to you and how you tell your story, how you pitch, that determines if you get a golden ticket or not. So you can get all 10 of them to believe in you and to, you know, there's no winners and there's no losers, which is the awesome thing. And it's just like business. Wow. Wow. I love what you do. I love what you do, CR. And I know Diana also, we, we just think what you're doing is so amazing. You know, I go to a lot of um, events in Colorado and Unfortunately, I don't see a lot, like you said, there's not a lot of, you know, you have the tech companies, you have all the other people that are um, promoting their businesses, but I don't see a lot of people that are focused on, um, you know, black women business owners or anything like that, because, um, you know, I just, I, I just, you're, the, you're right, we're the last ones to get anything. So, yeah. So bravo for what you're doing, you know, and again, like I said, there's so many pitch events in Denver. Um, I still mm -hmm. think people don't understand that your pitch can either get you business, get your business off the ground or, or it can sink it. So yeah. what are three tips for presenting an effective pitch? One that gets you, gets the right investor interested. Well, I would say the first tip, would be understanding what your mission is, knowing your purpose down to the core of your being. Yes. If, um, if you're, hey, if you're just here to make money, then understand that and own it. If you have a bigger um, outlook or, or purpose, know that and own it. Be able to quantify it. And that's something that you have to know personally for yourself. No one's going to write that down for you or anything. Um, it's kind of like a, a religion, just like if you belong to a particular church, you're able to recite what the, um, what the basis is for that church or the fun, fundamental beliefs of, of that church. But what people fail to realize is that you need to have a fundamental belief for yourself. Mm. So that mission statement is the first key. You know, it is like building a religion. It is like building a church around your business because everybody you're bringing in, they need to be dedicated disciples that believe in the exact same thing you believe in. Otherwise, you know, it, it's, it's a wrap. So that would be my first tip. Um, second is ROI, return on investment. Really understand what that is and the, what the deliverables are that you have at your disposal, meaning how are you going to deliver on your promise? So if I ask you for uh, $10,000, um, that's a loan, baby. How do you plan to give it back to me? And that's what a lot of people don't get. They think that they'll go up to an investor, hey, give me all this money, and then, you know, they just run off into the wind all willy-nilly with it, and that's not the case. You have to understand when you can get these people their money back, how you're going to uh, double, triple, or whatever their investment, show that there's value in it so that they'll come back again, and how you are going to do it. 
And I find that a lot of film entrepreneurs don't understand that. Right. And they'll be like, oh, well, I have this great idea and this big story. Yes, but you didn't lay out for that investor how they're going to get their money back. And they don't want to hear nothing about no YouTube. They want to understand what your deliverables are. So understand what ROI is, return on investment, and how you're going to get the money back to the people and when. And you should know that off the top of your head. Um, and I think um, the third, your pitch, you've got to not be selfish. Remember, you're pitching to grow your business. I always tell people the money is the least valuable thing you can ever ask for when you go to pitch. It's the, least, it's the last thing you want. You want that relationship. And not only the relationship, don't be selfish. It's not about you. It is about your mission. It is about your purpose. And that should always be bigger than you. So that means if you find another believer, someone that is willing to sit there and go the distance with you, you have to also make it worth their while. So if you can't pay their money back in 20 years or whatever it is, what else can you bring to the table that's going to let them stand up and say, yes, I'm down for the cause? How can you grow their business? is basically what she has to think of and how can you achieve together? A lot of people come to the table with this I and me conversation. Oh no, baby. It's we. Yes. So those yes. are my three, those are my three tips. Wow. Um, I, I have another question. I just want to off of what you were saying. I know that a lot of um, networking, when people go to network, the mm -hmm. the meetings when you connect with somebody it's just really a, a quick you know everybody's there to find out what everybody's doing and see if they can either uh network with that person uh you know uh collaborate to grow their business what what do you say um for a pitch if you're in a networking situation to get somebody interested do you think it's you know a, a quick like one minute what 30 second pitch um, that basically just says your your what, your why, and your your how, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I personally stopped doing networking events, personally. Mm -hmm. um, I, I changed my strategy around how I wanted to utilize my time when it came to checking leads. But when I did do networking events, um, I would immediately qualify the person, yes. right? Yes. So, uh, number one, how were they carrying themselves? If I was in earshot, I, I also do a little eavesdropping. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because the people that you relate with and associate with uh, determines your, rep your uh, reputation and how you are perceived in the world. So, I would, I would begin quali qualifying everybody in the room just by how they're carrying themselves. And I don't mean if they're looking rich or whatever, just how they're present, you know? Right. And then if I, and then I would select who I would speak to. Um, I'm an introvert, so networking is always very hard for me. So, Are I have you? to be, <laughs> yeah, very oh much so. <laughs> very much so. You never know that. <laughs> never. I can't. And there's some people I'm so jealous. They can get in a room and they'll flit around the room and have 500 business cards, but then go home and can't tell you anything about any of those Absolutely. 500 business cards. Absolutely. I'll walk out of a meeting with two business cards and have two meetings and have two deals on the table, maybe four, because then I've tapped into something else that they're doing. I love so it. So qualifying, qualifying who you're talking to 
is the most important, whether you're a social butterfly or introvert, know who you're talking to and understand by industry, if it matches with what you're doing or how you can make that industry match with what you're doing. So let's say you are a, um, a cosmetic company and you meet somebody that sells diapers. You think, oh, well, she meant that. that. That can't work. Hell yeah, it works. Because <laughs> mommies buy cosmetics and they have diapers. I mean, that's like a fashion collaboration. Think outside the box constantly. So mm-hmm. qualify people by their industries and on the spot practice being able to figure out how something that seems completely off kilter, make it, make, see how you can make a partnership, right? So like if you sell uh, milk and somebody sells Legos, you got to figure out how to make that work on the spot. And it may sound far-fetched, but you'd be so surprised at how many times the most far-fetched ideas make, bank, and build businesses. Mm. Mm, very good point. Yeah, Miss Boss Lady. Yeah, Miss Boss Lady. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're all, three of us are in the whole creative filmmaking, um, creative content. And with that comes, uh, like you were mentioning, controlling that narrative. And I, I mm-hmm. um, one thing that in the pitch I think a lot of people miss is that Everyone loves a pitch that has a story involved. It kind of makes that whole thing, uh, like you get your heart more into why I'm feeling this person's mission or whatever. So what do you think makes a good story when presenting a pitch? I always, um, I believe what makes a good story when presenting a pitch is something that is true, something that is, um, that has happened to the founder or to the person making that pitch. You must tell the story of how your product solved the pr- a problem that you were having and how you decided to help others in the world who were having that same problem solve it as well. I have a great friend who created a, a dating app. And you think mm-hmm. dating apps are, you know, hey, they're a dime a dozen, right? But it's her story that I was like, yes, sis, because she was divorced. Uh, she had split up from her, her guy or whatever. And she was lonely and was looking around a date and her friends and her family kept trying to set her up. And you know how we are. We're like, nah, nah, B. No, no, you can't set me up because it's too messy. But eventually, uh, I believe her father, somebody set her up with this guy. She ends up marrying him, right? Mm. Right. And then she was like, you know what? People should listen more to the people around them who better to protect them than those people. Right. Mm -hmm. So she created this app where your friends and family match you up and send you on a date. I love it. Right. Can you can you tell me the name of the app so I can send it to my daughter? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, I'm trying, and it's on the tip of my tongue. It's going to kill me, but I will, <laughs> I will send it to you later. They are, but she's in fundraising right now, yes. right? So it's not, it's not live, live right now, but she's, she's doing pitch competitions and stuff, and she trains with me to pitch, and she's gone on and gotten into incubators and things like that, but I told her, but what I told her is that story is yes. what will grab everyone. Yeah. I remember the story and I got a whole bunch of stuff to remember and <laughs> that story. So narratives and p- particularly being filmmakers, as you guys know, we're in the creative space. 
Yes. The story is what drives, That's right? Right. Even, even the oldest religion, it's all based on what? Narratives. Yes. The, in our very DNA, the most important thing in, in, the, in human civilization are the hieroglyphics in the wall that told what? A story, a narrative. We have uh, bards and oral traditions. There's a reason why they're so important. These narratives tell us who they are, who we are, and it also shows us how to grow, and it also allows us to connect with one another. So that narrative has to be powerful. Absolutely. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um, so with that said, can you give us some examples of good pitches and what would inspire you to invest in a company? Well, I'll tell you this. I am a very over the top person. Mm. So <laughs> my, I'll just tell you what I did. As far as uh, what I do, because I believe in everybody. I don't think, unless it's not a story attached, I don't think this thing is a bad pitch. I think that they can be developed. I believe that every human being is extraordinary. It's extraordinary. Mm -hmm. um, so if you tell me about anything and you're passionate about it, I, I, I believe in you and I'll try to help. What I do with my pitches when I go in, I go over the top. I'm a scorpion. Um, oh. So when I came up with the boss pitch, um, I called in my girlfriends. They didn't know really what they were doing. I called them all in and was like, hey, you know, we're going to do this thing. I want to have some lunch with you guys. And they basically sat and listened to all these pitches. And they were like, oh, my God, this is great. And I said, well, listen, this is my pitch to you. You like this? They were like, yeah. And I'm like, this is my pitch to you. I want you guys to commit to this. I want you to put your time, your money, your effort, and everything into what you just saw today. So I have, because my stakes are super high, I have evolved my pitch into experiential pitches mm. where it, wherein the people that I want to be involved, I show them the concept. I immerse them in it. And because I'm a filmmaker, uh, obviously, I'm over the top with it. <laughs> so, so um, you know, I get to get really creative and put people in experiences. And once they leave, they really have to think about saying no. Right. And I also show them, you know, show them, like, this is why I'm doing this. You know, Black women, we are the least cared about species on the planet. Are we going to stay that way? No, I'm not. You down? And it's like, well, damn, am, am, I, am, am I down? <laughs> Do I want to be, you know, a part of not being uh, recognized for how powerful I am? Or am I going to step up to the plate and say, you know what? I do deserve ROI. I do take care of my entire community. And I do want a spot at the table for investment. I'm in this. So however you decide to pitch, I think the best ones are the ones you feel the most passionate about the ones that will, will make the ground tremble, uh, give you butterflies in your stomach. Even if you are an investor, that will, you, you can see that, you can feel that the minute someone begins to speak. So to me, that's the, those are the best pitches. Wow. 
That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you are. Do I? I'm, I? My head is just like so full of. You know, I'm smiling over here because I just love what you're about, um, Cr. You know, from the first moment that we connected with you, we said this woman is amazing, and what you're doing for these businesses and even for the the bosses. I mean, it's got to be fulfilling on both sides. Yeah, it is. Um, they didn't expect it. Yeah. Because in, in their businesses, they are, they're fighting. They're, they're, they're in a constant Sophia mode. All my life, I had to fight. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. everyday life. And, and that's everyday for me, too. And then it's like, you know, I, you get tired of living on the defensive. I want right. to play a little offense for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I want to sit back and relax a bit. I, why do I have to fight all the time? Right. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I really don't. And I don't want my kid to do that. I have a girl. I have a daughter, too. I don't want her to do that. And I don't want to have to do that because she's super pretty or she's super ugly or whatever the case is. It's like if you're black, you just, we're treated a certain way. But if we allow ourselves to be treated a certain way, it will continue. Yeah, if you see me as a boss, your whole my whole outlook on myself and people that look like me changes as well as yours. If you have to come to the table to ask me for something and acknowledge my expertise and understand that your success is tied into my knowledge, that's a whole different ball game, baby. Yeah, and yeah. it makes people understand how powerful they are and how necessary they are for the success of someone else. That, that's why the sisterhood m- movement is so important. You yeah. know, we can do bigger and better things if we just put our heads together, you know, put aside the envy or, or the, the jealousy or anything that, you know, from the past or whatever, but we work together. Oh my God, we can just, everything changes. I made an analogy the other day because I do get frustrated you mm-hmm. think that, you know, you have something that's great. People would be running and you're throwing socks and chairs to get through the doors. And it's like they're so scared. They're like, Ugh. I'm like, man, you don't even understand. If you just walk through the door. If you take that step, everything mm-hmm. is at your feet. Everything. And I made this analogy the other day and I said, you know, I see all these thirsty horses around. So I built a, wet, a reservoir. Little did I know that these horses don't even understand what it is to swallow. Right. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Forget finding the reservoir. Forget seeing the water. They don't even know how to drink, son. So what does that, the horses are going to die. And we are surrounded by horses that don't know how to swallow. Beautiful stallions. Could run races. Beat buttercup in the finest. But will die of thirst because they don't understand how to swallow. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest obstacles in our way right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it also comes down to, um, you know, we, our lives are like a big camera, you know, where we're reflecting onto the, our environment and, and, and reflecting back. And I think it's, it's like what uh, Patricia and I always have this dialogue about. It's time to really, one, understand our own power and to value each other. Like I, I need mm-hmm. to value and know my value. And when I know my value, I will know your value because we're all valuable, like you said. 
it. And so we have to change that dynamic within yeah. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Reason why we started and you know had this sisterhood next level article to initiate this uh, synergy of uh, women, especially of color, to come together and start to build um, you know conglomerates or start to build shopping malls or start to own uh, well there is one that owns an airline but more airlines. I was just mentioning to. Mm-hmm. Me- morning how you know um the equity is still not there even in hollywood with black filmmakers that we need to continuously work that we own certain studios that we have more control it's nice that everyone's in atlanta and we're doing all these great things but it's not enough you know because we we really have the potential to do so much more so definitely cr what you're doing is like so in sync like what we're what we're about as well And I love you guys. I think that you guys are amazing. So anything that you need, I am so in service to you. Um, So, you know, whatever you guys need. So that's why I am the first one to, you know, take up the banner. You guys are, you know, when you, everything, every time you talk to someone, it's a pitch, right? And that's how I I really see it. Every time you talk to somebody, it's a pitch. And you'll begin to see who you have more conversations with or who you have impactful conversations with and who's just wasting your damn time, honey. Absolutely. <laughs> Every time I talk to you guys, <laughs> that is true. Wow. It's on mission. We have, uh, we don't need to speak every day. We don't have, we don't even need to speak, but every three, four months, whatever it is. But every time we come together, it's impactful. Boom. Yeah. And then we go and we do what we need to do. Then we come back together. Exactly. Those are the type of relationships that feed my spirit and my soul selfishly. Yes. So I am at your service because that's what I'm oh. thirsty for. I know how to swallow. So everything that you guys are doing, putting women like yourselves together to have these types of powerful conversations that matter is what it's about. Wow. And I rock with you 100%. You guys are oh. awesome. Well, you know, we feel the same way about you. And it's so interesting because we, um, when we, every time we, we, Diane and I talk about you, it's always so amazing. You know, with, with everything that was just said, Diane and I had a lady that was talking to us uh, this week and she was saying, it's just about, she said, you guys just being the, um, what did she say, Diana? Just being the knowing, like no more, we don't have to figure anything out. Just be that in the knowing of like, we know. Mm. We know mm-hmm. because we know, we know the people that we connect with, you know, when you first get started and, and what you said with pitching, you know, you, you're just trying things out, you know what you want to do and you might be a little confused. You're not sure, but Diane and I are in a place in our lives right now where just like you said, you know, we know the people that waste our times. We don't want anybody to waste our time. Either they're in it with us or they're not. And that's fine. They can just go on their way and we go on our way. We know how to say no now. We don't, you know, we don't overextend. Mm-hmm ourselves and it's just we know we believe in mm-hmm. us we know and we believe and know in the people that we surround ourselves with yep yeah, yeah. and you have to protect yourself I mean I you know there's people that I absolutely love I refuse yeah. to give them more than three minutes of my time <laughs> I, it's a three-minute code off because it becomes uncomfortable because there's nothing for us to talk about absolutely nothing you're not, you're not doing that for yourself and I, you can't help me with what I'm doing. You want to come volunteer? Let's talk, talk about that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what your dreams and visions are. But, you know, there are a lot of people I had around me um, yeah. over the past 20 years 
that weren't motivated like I was. They couldn't understand the moves I made. And it was always them trying to get me just to stop, you know, or the past boyfriends lashing out because uh, I wanted to go and get honey. And I wanted them to go get. Yes. Yes. You know, that's go getters. Yeah. Let's go and get this, boo. Yes. And they wasn't about that. So what would they do? They try to kill my spirit. They go cheat. They flaunt other women in my face. Like, oh, yeah, you know, she make me feel like a man. All right, then. Peace. <laughs> so, it's, but it took a long time for me to get to the point where I was like, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need to go on and do that. Because now I look back. And they're still doing the same thing. Yes. Not that I'm better, but right. my path was different. And right. I don't hold that against them. And I'm able to look back and still have a lot of love for them and just accept them in the space for who they are and yes. stop being disappointed by people. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh. Yes. And yes. also forgive myself for wasting my time because that is the most valuable thing that we have in this life. Exactly. Yes. Time and I refuse to waste more than three minutes. And I'm only giving you three minutes because I I absolutely love you from the top of your head to the bottom of your foot. Three minutes you got though. (laughs) Even my daughter's father, we're not together no more. As soon as he and he knows, he'll tell you it's the funniest thing. He'll be like, Hey, hey, CR, he goes from Shah, hey, Shah, you know, what's I said, timer's on three minutes, what's up, (laughs) right? But you know what I'm saying? But he's the one that taught me that trick. He said, oh, my God, I can't talk to you for more than three minutes. Because <laughs> after three minutes, we begin to argue. Because at this point, I'm like, yo, what's this conversation about? Like, what, what's good? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we're we, we not sex and we're not together like that. So we really don't have much to discuss unless we're about to start talking about business. And you don't know about my business. You don't want to know about my business. So that's when the arguments will start. Come here. Let's go. Three o'clock. Sorry about that ringing. My uh, someone's at my office door. Well, we're not. Go ahead. Anymore, but we, uh, you're Scorpio, like I am, um, Cr. So I totally get you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, Cr. Before we end, can you just tell people how the fastest way to get in contact with you in case they want, because you know, coaching or consulting or you know, just part of the boss pitch. Yes, so the next boss pitch is coming up June 15th. Um, Once this airs, the next one will be our quarter three one. It's June 15th. And to find out more information, join us online at bosschickuniversity.com. That simple. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on, girl. And we'll be in touch with you yes you're fabulous you're amazing we support everything that you're doing and you are our sister you know that you're part of the sisterhood next level so hey you i love you guys <laughs> we love you too cr and don't forget us next time you know um when you need some bosses because you know it was about timing before but we are so yes. interested. well listen june 15th if any one of you can make it down uh, to New York City, because, you know, we have it here in New York City at the National Black Theater, so on 125th and 5th Avenue. Um, you know, definitely, I'll be in touch with you guys. You guys are definitely in my boss roster of calls. So the offer is always on the table, and it's always welcome for you to take a, a, a seat at the boss's table. 
Oh, thank you. you. (laughs) Okay, see you. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Okay, you too, guys. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye.